I'm almost afraid to talk over it because it's so good. <laughs> uh, live from 990. We actually have Bob Elfant today, founding partner of Elfant with Zicken. Interesting song selection. One of the slower songs we've done here. But I will say this. I love this song. And I also love loved seeing this at the Arden, right? Yes. It was a huge hit at the Arden. Which you are a huge contributor to, of course. Yes. Right? I'm currently president of the board. There you go. So, um... I don't know if anybody else saw, but it was a wonderful production and really well done here. And great that you're the president of the board. You've been in that for a couple of years this now. This is my second year. It's, it's going to just be my the end of my second year coming up in July. Uh, but I was on the board for a number of years, along with my wife, Nancy. Which um, means you get all access to shows, actors, <laughs> act, everyone involved, right? Yeah, the opening nights are big there because we get invited to the show. And, they, and they, after the show, the actors and the playwright often comes out. And it's, uh, it's a fun night. That's great. Um well, we're not going to talk totally about Arden today. What I did want to talk about, sure, and it's great to have you in, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the history of Elfant Wissahickon, and you're you know, one of the founding partners, and I want to talk a little bit about you in the real estate business and maybe your definition of success, because you're a very successful person, too. I think everyone would enjoy hearing about that. First and foremost, I often say this to a number of real estate agents that most people don't, you know, go to college and start their life thinking they're going to go into real estate, quite frankly. I feel like it's a sort of secondary thought for a lot of real estate agents out there. But I think you're a little different in that. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember when my father wanted to uh, pass out uh, uh, flyers in, in the neighborhood to crow. And I say crow because our original logo <laughs> right. was a rooster yelling, sale, outside of its mouth. Uh, I used to deliver flyers in neighborhoods, you know, talking about just sold houses and that sort of thing, you know, uh, and uh, it was sort of in my blood sure. growing up. Uh, he worked very hard uh, and uh, I knew that. And I, of course, I grew up seeing our signs all over the place. And uh, when I went off to college, uh, which I went to Wharton undergrad in 1969, my thought was to get a you know, good, solid business education. And I think probably even then I knew that I was probably going to go into the real estate business with my dad, yeah. uh, who was at that time located on in a little 800 square foot office on the uh, 6700 block of North Broad Street in West Oak Lane. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting because some children rebel against the parents, right? And probably don't want to go into the family business to some degree. But the fact that you were even thinking about real estate then is pretty amazing. So you go Wharton undergrad, you, you you get into business, I would imagine, with your father. That's where, did you ever work outside of the family company at o all? Or? Other than jobs, you know, I worked on moving vans, I shoveled snow, right, I, did, right. I did lawn But prayer. nothing in real estate? No. No, okay. No. So you get into business with your father. Your father has a, a smaller shop, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. But, and doing a lot of property management, too, I would he think, was, right? He was doing a little of everything. He mm -hmm. had a little property management. He sold what they called back then tap rooms, uh, mm. Uh, a little business brokerage, uh, okay. a little sales operation. It was a, just a little bit of everything. He had a couple of salespeople around and he, uh, you know, and he actually had uh, the, the beginnings of direct mortgage loan company mm -hmm. at the time, which was a, you know, an alternative lending operation. So he was doing four or five different things. And I think, I think that influenced me a lot because I saw him uh, as a, as a respected business person, but he was doing 
different things in the business world of real estate. So mm-hmm. he wasn't just doing property management. He wasn't just doing sales. He was doing three or four different things. And I think that was a, I think it was a model stu- that stuck yeah. with me. That, that stuck with me. That was the model probably for your ultimate yeah. endeavors too. Right? Yes. So you hop in as probably a sales agent. Yes. I, I, yeah. I think, I think for the first nine months, I often uh, jokingly refer to my training session as listening in on every phone call he ever made with my hand over the mouthpiece <laughs> right. because back then the phones worked that way. If you picked sure. up the phone, somebody else was on the line, you know, you, you were, weren't getting a cell call or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No cell calls. We were right. very excited when we got pagers. <laughs> right. uh, I would have loved to have seen you at a listing appointment, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I believe good. it. I believe yeah. it. I'm good. So you see your dad doing sort of a little bit of everything. You're starting to think about that for yourself to some degree and maybe expanding upon what your dad kind of started, right? Yes. Yes. We, uh, uh, we, we built up a little bit of a sales force. Uh, I guess it took me, I think I came in in 73 and, uh, he was anxious to move towards retirement. So I was there for three years because that was required. I guess that's still the requirement to get my broker's license. I got my broker's license and frankly, he, uh, he retired. And I'll tell you, it, an interesting seg, side note is that uh, that was a really stressful time for me because I remember literally getting up in the morning, sitting on, the, on, the, on my bed, mm-hmm. and, and my wife, Nancy, God love her, would put her arms around me and, and just say, you, you can do this. I was, wow. I, was, I, was feeling, I, was, I was uncomfortable. I didn't have him around anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I knew I could do it, but it, you it felt, felt overwhelmed. I yeah. felt a little scared and, you know, not having dad around. And I, I mean, he was, he was going to still be around, but, sure. but he wasn't with me on a day to day. And, and she had to kind of boost me up to get out in the morning and go to work. And, yeah, that's and at that time I was working seven days and five nights. Wow. Around, I mean, I was, yeah. Yeah, my first year I made $14,000 and that was back in 1973. I was very excited about that. Yeah. $14,000 was, you know, a lot of money, I guess then, but, uh, so taking the model from your father, you know, you, you making $14,000 was a great amount of money. Then you're doing well, you're feeling very proud of yourself, but now you need to sort of start to expand and grow. Right. I mean, yeah, you've I, seen, I, yeah, you, yeah. you know, it, it, you can't stand still in business. You yeah. just can't. I mean, a lot of people talk about reaching a certain point and they're pretty happy with that. And I'm, I'm all for people's happiness, obviously, but in business, if you're staying the same, you're falling behind. Yeah. So the idea at that point was to say, what am I going to do there? You know, am I going to, you know, build this part of it, build that part of it, whatever. And I I mean, that takes an amazing amount of creativity, right. On your part to sort of start to think about, all the, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities at that point. You have a little something going, right? I mean, your dad has a little something it, it going. Was a, I, it, was, yeah. it was a wonderful jump off point. I am absolutely, you know, uh, I, I, a day doesn't go by when I don't think yeah. how blessed I was to have that jump off from my, from sure. my dad's, not only his business and his skill set, but also his reputation in the, in the world. He was, he, was, he was always known as tough but fair. Yeah. And I followed him and I, I watched that and I tried to, model that but i also knew that in order to get ahead you got to be aggressive and strong out there so we started to hire salespeople, and i started to maybe buy a few little properties and all right so you start to invest in your own i stuff started to invest point. yeah he yeah he, he never he had his house his office and he had a little vacation house in margate new jersey that was it never mm. bought a bunch of real estate interesting so now you decide you're going to start owning real estate as a vehicle and also you know, the little bits and pieces that you have here, you got property management, you have um, hard money lending, right? Right. You got the sales force. And I guess that's all you start to want to expand 
all yes, of those. Yes, I, I think all of those. I, yeah, things, they right? felt they felt all potentially lucrative directions to go in, and you know, I think I think one of the things that I I try to tell people even today is you really try you really want to establish your base. You want to know that you're going to have a base to rely on whether that's listings and sales or whether that's a certain niche in the marketplace right. or whatever, you really have to really stay strong. I'm sitting here clenching my fists. You, right. you have to really motivate yourself to, to establish that base before you start looking into all sorts of other things. Absolutely, and and yeah. we did that. We, we had that, we had that base. We had that a little bit of property management. We had that little bit of sales going on and we started to build on those things. That is sage advice. Yeah. Because I mean, I think the average person who wants to start things or potentially grow them starts to think about a whole bunch of things all at once, but really staying strong and focused is probably the best thing you can do. You have to, yeah. you, when I say pay attention to your base, and I, I say that all the time, it's because it, it, everything else can be a distraction. Mm-hmm. And, and if you allow the distractions to uh, get in the way of really building your base, that's not going to, you have to have a solid base to, to, to sure. move off of. And then you can grow from there. Sure. And that's what we did. And let's stay on the sales part of it because, sure. you know, we're Elephant with Sick in here. Um, and you're starting to grow your sales, uh, sales operation. Grow, yeah, Larry so, DeFranco and La- comes and Larry into the DeFranco, picture. Larry DeFranco, right? uh, yeah. one of my, you know, dearest friends and current partners at, at, at Elephant with Sick. And uh, Larry came on board at some point as a part-time salesperson, still working for the city. Ultimately, he became a full-time salesperson. Ultimately, he became a manager. And between him and I, we took a trip to uh, Las Vegas for the National Association of Realtors Convention. Truth be told, he went to all the seminars. I went to all the casinos. Uh, but we hatched yeah. a plan yeah. uh, to open a, an office in Mount Airy at that time. And he was going to run it. And we did that in, wow. uh, in the early 80s. Uh, I bought a building, which is still being used today by Elfant sure. Ponce Properties. And uh, we started a sales operation in Mount Airy with Larry at the helm. And, and both of us were living in Mount Airy at the time and, you know, loved the community and loved the, the, the housing stock and the people stock. And we built a very significant and successful uh, uh, business yeah. operation in Mount Airy at that time. One thing I will say, which is amazing in knowing you, is that you make longstanding relationships with people. And I think that's also probably a big part of your success, too. I, 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 I don't want to get overuse the word blessed, but yeah. I, I am blessed to have incredible business partners. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm sitting across the table from <laughs> one of them now. So you're, you're a good guy too. I mean, it's really, you can't do everything. I don't think it's just blessing though. I think it has a lot to do with how you think about things and your personality and your ability to boost and make people feel good about what they're doing. I think that's a real, I, I think it's also, yeah. uh, you know, there's another thing that I'm, one of my base mantras that, How's it going to make us money? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, 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 you, you've heard me it. say yes. that before. Yeah. I mean, you know, we are in business. It's not a dirty word to be figuring out how we're going to make money. So everything that we do in business should have some level of relationship to how it's going to make us money. Even when you're doing community outreach and, sure. you know, volunteering at the Arden and, and doing everything that's sure. great for the community, it all inter, intertwines. All right. So hold on. Let's just kind of keep on the sales path with Elfie. Right. We see, right. Now we know Larry DeFranco is in the picture. Next comes Butter. Well, right. What happened? What happened was the market took a, a bit of a nosedive. I, yeah. I don't remember the exact timing of that. It took a bit of a nosedive. Uh, 
we really, I mean, the truth of the matter is uh, the operation couldn't afford to pay a, a full-time sales manager at the time. I had to step back into that role. Larry stepped back into a part-time role. I think he took, maybe took a job back with the city at that point. Uh, it was a bad market. Yeah. It might've been the times when there was 18% interest rates. I Oof. don't exactly recall what Yikes. happened. Yeah. And we started to rebuild things. And Larry was still with me, sure. uh, but in a different capacity. And then... Uh, it got the market started improving. We started building back up again. I had a lot of synergy with Wissahick and Realty, right. which was Butter and her partner Sue Friedland, and we were getting to the point where we were calling each other, bouncing things off of each other. You know, getting ideas. If I had an issue, I might call them and ask their opinion, or right. vice versa. And we started to develop a, a relationship, and uh, ultimately, we went to. Uh, I met Butter and Sue uh, at. At the gazebo in the gazebo at, <laughs> at Michael and Sue's house in East Falls, okay. and we and we hatched a, 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 a you know a, a scheme to to right. join join forces and uh, and the rest is history. You know, yeah. Butter and Sue and myself became uh, Wissahick and Realty. Elfant Wissahick and Elf. Sorry, yes, Elf, yeah, Elf, no problem. Elf, yeah. Elf, Elfant Wissahick. Sure. Elfant Wissahick and Realty, and we we uh, we had already gotten we had already gotten rid of the uh, the uh, rooster. Uh, the rooster was history. No one was crowing sale at no, that point. No, it, it, it went to uh, it went to uh, let me sell your house. Yeah, Janice Manzi, who's now a wonderful agent and partner uh, on Butter's team, was an, a marketing person at the time, and she helped us develop, uh, you know, that that idea, and oh, it became wow. let me sell your house. That's incredible. And now, so Butter's in the picture. Butter and Sewer Partners. And now I think second. the next up is Paul Walsh. Well, they had, right? they, they had a Germantown office on Wissickon Avenue. They had a Roxborough office and we had our Mount Airy office. And, you know, they were the, Butter was the idea person. Uh, Sue was the, you know, the grass tax, you know, how are we going to do this if we, what, we, what we decide to do? And I was trying to, you know, kind of, how, how's it going to make us money? You're, and, you're strategist. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're thinking yeah. strategy and yes. everything. And then Paul Walsh. So well, we, we because then, he's the next one to come into the fold, yes, I believe. We, yeah. we, Paul was working at the time for uh, uh, Dennis McCarthy at McCarthy Real Estate. We had an incredible relationship with with Paul over the years, and I think I I reached out to him to talk to him about perhaps coming on board with uh, Elephant Wissick, and and after a you know a reasonably uh, a reasonable amount of time uh, of courting him, uh, he agreed <laughs> to come on board, yeah. and eventually he became. Uh, sales manager. Sue at the time was moving to towards retirement. Mm. He ste- his role stepped up because of Sue's retirement. And of course, ultimately he became uh, uh, a, a business partner and a, an incredible sure. uh, person to be partners yeah, with. Yeah, one of the life forces of Elfant was Hicken, to say the least. Absolutely. Katie McGrath, business partner at Elfant was and starts at the front desk at some point. If, in that if, time, right? if, Sue, if Sue Friedland wasn't around when Katie McGrath came on board as a front desk person, she never would have survived because <laughs> right. she was a young, she yeah. was a young brat of a woman who, who, who was this is being real, recorded. Don't yeah, forget. I understand. <laughs> she was, she was, she was, she was, she was incredibly uh, smart. Yeah. I mean, she is. She's Still real. Is. She's yes, one of the brightest. She's one of the brightest people I know. Agreed. But but she was you know a young kid coming in and sure. you know she had her life issues and we had to kind of tame the the uh, the Mustang so to speak. <laughs> right. And Sue Friedland was instrumental in that. Katie will tell you that Sue was a 
a huge uh, part of the development of her yeah. person, her person, her business yeah. uh, acumen, everything. And yeah, absolutely a, a real force also for Elephant was sick and to say the least. Yes. I and come in a little bit later than that. I come in about 10 years ago. Yes. Or so. Yes. We, uh, with the more of your downtown expansion. Yes. We were right? looking to open the office downtown. We, I think maybe we had the office at that point. You had the office. We built, yeah. we, we opened the office on Pine street and we wanted to have a, a bigger presence. And we were looking around for somebody to manage that office for us. And, uh, I good old butter. She comes up <laughs> with the these best. ideas. Yeah. And uh, we end up coming down to meet you at the at, yeah. the, at the Murano under the guise of seeing the Murano. Right. Uh, but really, we're all kind of I knew something you know, was checking, brewing there. checking you yeah. out. And maybe you knew. <laughs> so you were checking us out. And yeah. uh, eventually we, we made a marriage and you came on to uh, uh, to manage the office and help build us our presence downtown in a, a very solid and, and measured way. And uh, and now and you're, also brought now me on you're to a be partner. a podcast, uh, you know, star interviewer. Well, that's right. 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 That's right. For all ten listeners that are listening. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Are you out there still? <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we understand the history of Elfin Wissick, and obviously we're at this point in time. We are growing. We're continuing to make moves. Continue to grow. I'm sure you're very satisfied and happy to see it's where uh, we're at. And, and I'm, I'm a proud person. Yeah. I'm a very. Pr- I'm very proud of what we're doing. We're. We're just. We're. We've got all these offices. We've got a, a lot of folks that are. I think have bought into our culture and I think that's a, a pretty significant piece of who we are. Uh, you know, we're a large independent company. We're not kowtowing to the sure. franchise leaders, et cetera. Very and, unique uh, in that way. And we, and we do, we, we do, we do, we do good business as my father used to say, yeah. we do good business. We, we, we we're making money, but we're doing it the right way. And uh, I think it feels really good when I walk into a place like this or somewhere else and I see activity and I know that, there's a lot of uh, sort of built-in support. You know, nobody's left out sure. there hanging on their own, and uh, we're there for them, and they're there for us. It's a great atmosphere. This has been great lesson, and and understanding how Elfant was Higgin developed, hearing it from the founding partner. I want to ask you on a personal level, your definition of success. You're a very successful person. I respect you immensely. I love listening to you, hearing about you. You're always a straight shooter. You say it from straight up. You, you know, like you said, it's about making money. It's about working hard. It's about investing in people. And I know it's a big question, and I know you know there's there's so many facets to it. But I don't know. Can you sum it up in some way that you feel strongly about of your definition of success and and what it means to you? Sure, sure. Um, you know, we're all conflicted and and strained in the real estate business to try to balance things uh, that's that's a a lifelong challenge for anybody in the real estate business i suspect it may be a lifelong challenge for people in business in general but from my standpoint it's been a, a lifelong challenge and i am i'm i i have a an incredible wife and i've got three great kids and i now have six grandchildren wow and uh you know i you know, they, they call Nancy for the, the, the touchy feely stuff and they call me, call me for the, the down home. What do I do about this dad stuff? Um, but I think, I think, I think obviously family is, is huge and, and you have to figure out a way to always pay attention to family and frankly put family first. Uh, but it's a conflict and the, the, the challenge for me over the years has been, um, figuring out, you know, how to derive the same amount of return on investment, mm-hmm. meaning your time and energy, 
in both your personal life and your business life. So when I do something for face to face in Germantown or when I do something for the art and theater in Philly, uh, I, I try hard to figure out a way to make that feel as satisfying to me as landing that big listing mm-hmm. or going to settlement and getting that big, you know, nice commission check at the end of the day. And I think from my standpoint, the, the way I've, the way I've managed that is, uh, incredible relationships yeah relationships absolutely come first if you if you if you are treating people well and you are providing a resource to them and not necessarily in real estate you know people call me all the time about stuff that sometimes has nothing to do with real estate and i try hard to be a good friend or a good resource to them uh so i think you know the relationships uh the being a resource uh obviously being righteous and honorable is way up there. Sure. But I think from my standpoint, I think the real um, key to my success is I, my, my organization, my organizational skills, uh, my follow-up and my communication. You, you can't see it. It's true. On the air, but I have my (laughs) book in front of me, which, which is, I've had this, this book every year, Re, yes, I get it every year to the start of every year <laughs> yeah. and everything goes into that book. And, and as I follow things up, so I'm, I'm known as a, a follow up, the king of follow up. Uh, so c- communication and follow up is is critical. And hopefully at the end of the day, you're doing it in such a way that 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 keeps you, uh, you know, content. Yeah, this has been great. Thanks for coming in. I, you're welcome. I mean, we could do this for a long time. I try to keep these to a reasonable amount of time for attention span purposes, mainly my own attention span is pretty short yeah. too. Um, but I love that key takeaway maybe at the end of this, that organization, attention to detail, and of course, loving what you do with people that you love also um, ultimately is, I, you know, is, is, that's you, what you I'm want, hearing. You, if, want, uh, you, you, know. you want the people in your personal life to be as proud of you as the people in your business life. You You can't, you can't do it any other way. And yeah. if you do that, believe it or not, it's going to increase your business too because you're going to be feeling good about yourself and feeling good about what you do. It's been great. Thanks for coming in, Bob. You're welcome. You know, we always go out the way we came in and we have this nice, sappy song. We'll, we'll start here. There it is. I love that song. I do too. It's so good. Everyone here gets a big round of applause. Too. <laughs> uh, but this has been great. Thanks, Bob. Live from 990.